What do you think about the idea to get paid to use the bathroom? Yes, please. <laughs> Sign me up. Welcome to the Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex podcast. Love the morning. I like to listen to in the morning. Mornings in Halifax. On 101.3 Virgin Radio. <laughs> uh, they are getting creative. They're getting real creative. Who? People around the world. It amazes me what the human can do. Building skyscrapers that reach the sky, planes that can fly. I mean, look at uh, Richard Branson. He just went to outer space. He beat Elon Musk. Now, there's a toilet that'll pay you in digital currency for your poops. Why? 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 (laughs) (laughs) Well, so they take that. They take the waste from anyone, and they turn that into methane and manure. So then the methane... Uh, powers things like building and then the manure is used for like gardening and stuff like that so every time and right now i think they had this at a university every time a student there uses the toilet they get paid in a digital currency and so that digital currency is actually called g ghoul i believe so just capital g and then lowercase g o o l uh, which means honey in korean then the kids, the students, they get to actually use their digital currency to buy stuff on campus like coffee, snacks and all that stuff I feel like I'd go to the bathroom often just to try. Maybe I'll make some money. <laughs> it's called BV uh. Toilet. So it's B-E-E-V-I Toilet, BV Toilet. And again, paying you digital currency. But imagine going down to the canteen and buying like, you know, a sandwich off of your, you know, they know what that digital currency. Oh, you got 10 gold today. That's good. <laughs> right? <laughs> you had 10 movements. They know I like how you it. earned right. that. High five. <laughs> People are like trading ghoul and stuff. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. G ghoul is what it's called. <laughs> So, G ghoul, you're gonna be asking your friend Joe how many, how much G ghoul you got in your account? I need to borrow some money. I'm hungry. <laughs> um, but that's 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 the only part. I think it's a pretty cool idea. I just would hate to buy stuff with my G ghoul. You know what I mean? True. Because <laughs> I feel like people will know my business too much. <laughs> Virgin mornings with Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex, the podcast. Listen live weekday mornings on 101.3 Virgin Radio. Okay, for couples out there, have you been getting it on more or less? Since the pandemic, when you think about over a year ago, what are your results at your household? Basically the same. It's like a flat road, like a straight line. That's what you got there, Alex. <laughs> that is a flat road you're on right there. There's no there's no hills or anything. It's just a flat road. Yeah, no going down. It's like you're driving in Kansas. Just, just straight. <laughs> <laughs> your sex life is Kansas. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> well, it's not too bad. It could be worse. You could be... San Francisco all downhill. <laughs> but then on the other side, you can look at it as all uphill, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, they call themselves sexual happiness experts. They were actually doing a study to find out if people were actually getting it on more often or not during the pandemic and slightly after the pandemic versus before the pandemic. And they found it was 30% of people who say they're actually getting it on more often. Just more time on their hands. That and maybe they started to fall in love with each other all over again, being closer to each other, right? Like some of these people, when you think about where these these surveys were conducted or probably in the United States or something like that, where there were probably far more people working from home and like stuck in the house together a bit more than we were here in Nova Scotia, right? Because in Nova Scotia, even though we had our, our restrictions and stuff, it never... Like, I don't think we got hit as bad as some places where they were in complete lockdown. Like, when you think of, like, Italy and stuff, you remember, like, over a year ago, like, Italy, like, the streets were shut down. Oh, yeah, it was total lockdown for months. When you think about those types of people, I mean, what else you got to do but get it on? 
But it's funny because it can work the other way, too, where you can just be, like, around each other all the time and just like, ah, that person's annoying now. This isn't the person I fell in love with. Who are you? (laughs) Start to actually see all the things about them that suck. (laughs) Um, Also, in the same study they found, 46% of couples say they're actually more satisfied today than they were over a year ago. Nice. 25% of people said they're adding toys more often into the game. 51% 51% of people said they got experimental. Oh. How many people listening to the show got experimental? Maybe I should start doing that. All right. Uh, according to a study, it's about 40% of couples who said when they decided to do this, it actually helped with fewer arguments. Good morning. Opened a joint bank account. Jeez. Yes, that is it. Wow. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. Thank you, guys. You're so welcome. So, yeah, according to a study, it's about 40% of uh, couples who said the second they decided they wanted to get a joint bank account, it created fewer arguments within their relationship. Got to know what that boy's spending my money on. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hey, wait, what you spending that money on, huh? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I make more. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's, that's how this works. He or she who makes more money. Gets to spend whatever they want. <laughs> the person who makes less money has to be reporting receipts. <laughs> Is that how oh, that works? Oh, no. It's all equal. Virgin Mornings with Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex. The podcast. Listen live weekday mornings on 101.3 Virgin Radio. All right, so a doctor analyzed how many times the wet bandits or sticky bandits, Marv and Harv, how many times they would have died in the movie Home Alone 1 and 2 combined. Now, of course, the answer is yes, they would have died. But just how many times? Testicular hematoma. Frontal cephalohematoma. Vertebral fractures and posterior rib fractures. Hip and pelvic fractures. Scalp hematoma and concussion. Cervical spine fracture. Hair okay, is so dead. anyways. That's a list of a few of the injuries they had throughout the movie. So they were actually diagnosing all the injuries from not just the first movie. I guess they did it with both movies. The second's pretty brutal, too. They figured out 23 of the injuries would have killed them. (laughs) Out of how many? Let's find out. Final report. Nine Harrys and 14 Marvs are required to complete Home Alone 1 and 2. Nice night for a neck injury. Suck brick, kid! What movie? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yo. Oh, Canada, we stand on guard for thee. Big shout out to Canada. Heinz Canada specifically trying to make things a lot better for all of us, especially when it comes to BBQ's barbecue season. It's here. It's summertime, baby. And I never really thought of it. Some of you probably have, but like, yo, big ups, Canada. Way to, way to make some change here. Positive change. So they actually are trying to start a petition to get all hot dog buns, manufacturers, by the way, and all hot dog manufacturers to come up with an equal amount of what is in their product. So 10 hot dog buns, 10 hot dogs. So the packaging for both companies, they need to put 10 in each. Wow, that's an awesome idea. So currently, apparently, and I've never really counted, but your your like standard hot dog package comes in a 10-pack, 10 hot dogs in it, versus... Yeah. Hot dog buns typically come in eight, is according to what I'm reading. So you get 10 hot dogs and eight buns. Come on, people. I've even seen 12, and then you're just left over with some bread. 
If you're a hot dog manufacturer and you're a hot dog bun manufacturer, why wouldn't you guys come together as a team and say, hey, listen, why why do you have eight buns and we have 10 hot dogs? What's going on here? You know what I mean? Like it took up until now to figure it out. Humans have been around for thousands of years. I want the number of hot dogs in a pack to be the same. You're listening to the Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex podcast. And hear them live weekday mornings on 101.3 Virgin Radio. Okay, so what do you think about this? Uh, Drinking coffee, could it help lower your risk of getting COVID-19? Is it like a new COVID vaccine? I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. No, I would. I wouldn't put a stamp of approval on that one. I don't even know how much of a stamp of approval I'll put on this. Always do your own research. But this study is from uh, Northwestern. They actually did study forty thousand people. So that's a big study. Definitely. Like if they have four thousand people in it, that's a good size study. This forty thousand people to find out whether coffee could actually help lower your risk. In this study, they found that it does. Now, they don't really know why. But they they found that it does. And I also don't know how they came across this. These amount of people don't have COVID and like, hey, look, they also drink coffee. Is that how simple the study could have been? Yeah, and like how much coffee? Like what is Exactly what it says is researchers looked into eating and drinking habits of 40,000 people. And people who average at least one cup of coffee a day had a 10% lower risk of COVID-19. And then they also note that in a past study, coffee has been linked to like giving you a lower chance of catching pneumonia. They also found that people who ate a lot of vegetables uh, also had a lower risk of getting COVID-19. And they found people who eat a lot of processed meats had a higher risk. Drink your coffee, eat your veggies. Go buy up all the coffee like it's toilet paper. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the toilet people and the gas people are like, now it's coffee. <laughs> Get to Costco. <laughs> Okay, so we know about FOMO, and now there's a new one. It's called GOMO. How many people experience GOMO? And that is the grief of missing out. Is that ah. not like the same? It's Pretty... like living it as opposed to being scared of it. So, no, well, what GOMO is, apparently during the pandemic, if you spent a lot of time watching movies or television shows, and you see them doing simple real-life things that you haven't been doing, like going to a restaurant playing sports games or going to a sporting event, that's GOMO. You you see it on TV and you're like, oh man, I missed that. <laughs> I felt that way when restaurants were closed. It hurt. It's the new term. It's ridiculous. Try not to use it. <laughs> I kind of wish I didn't tell you guys about this because I feel like I'm going to run into somebody like, oh, Turk, yeah, man, I had all kinds of GOMO. And I'll be like, what? You spread the word. <laughs> yeah, my fault. My bad. You're listening to the Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex podcast. And hear them live weekday mornings on 101.3 Virgin Radio. Okay, what do you think? Is it socially acceptable to walk a cat? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a real study question. They they can walk. Yeah, yes. you know what? Like, at the end of the day, uh, I don't care. Like, you know what I mean? I, I don't care if you walk your cat. But I will say this. If I see somebody walking a cat, I am going to do a double take. Like, they walking a cat? <laughs> it also depends on the cat because I know my parents' cats, if you put leashes on them, they would just tear the house up. <laughs> I just, uh, I find it, it does look odd, but I think that's just because we're not used to it. But, like, why, why didn't people ever walk cats to begin with when you really think about it? I totally understand it might be really odd to get like one of those little leash and walk your gerbil or, yeah. you know, like a, a turtle or something like that. That, that, mm-hmm. that seems definitely odd. But why, why is a cat odd, really, when you think about it? Like a it's cat, true. 
it's a four-legged am- animal that's a pretty decent size, much like a dog. So we walk our dogs our entire life, but we double take a cat when we see somebody walking a cat. We're like, what are you doing? Well, some cats are huge, and they're way bigger than some dogs that you see on leashes. But why didn't people walk cats to begin with? And I know that they're they're different creatures of habit. I get that. They're totally like yard animals, and some of them are just freelancers anyways they go running wherever the hell they want and then they come back i totally get that and they're like more indoor animals than you know dogs our dogs love being outside i get that but why why would we double take a cat being walked like it's you know it's like i said a decent sized animal yeah don't don't double take it's it's nice so in the study question it says is it now socially acceptable to walk your cat these are the findings. 58% of people said they're fine with it. 27% of people said don't care. And 15% said they think it's bad. Bad? I don't know why they think it's bad, but they think it's bad. Uh, I'm, I'm probably with the 27% of people who don't care, right? Like, But again, yeah. like I said, if I see you walking the cat, it does stick out to me because it's not every day you see a cat being walked. Yeah. <laughs> also, this was asked to 10,000 people. So it's actually a pretty big study when you think about it. And then uh, men, they found men were more likely to disapprove of this than women. 17% of men to 13% of women. Like, I know there's a lot of cat lovers out there listening right now going, Tara, cats are awesome. Yeah, cats are awesome. They're awesome for you to have me to pet, but I don't want a cat myself. It's like kids, right? Like, your kids are cool, but I can give them back to you, right? Like My if- daughter wants a cat, and I don't want a cat. If you're asking me, I'm a dog person, so I'm going to tell you, get that. Get your daughter a dog. That's me, though. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Listen, I love cats. I love all animals for the most part, but I'm a dog person all the way. But some people are saying the reason you don't really want to walk a cat is because they they explore by nature. So you're afraid that they're going to get away. And then somebody also texted the show and said, do you see these catios that people are building for their cats? And I think that's <laughs> a, it's like a patio that you put on like an apartment window or something like that so that your cat can... Like, go outdoors, but indoors. <laughs> like, imagine being on, like, the fifth floor or something like that, and you got this, like, catio. I guess it's a patio built around the window or something. Um, which I is love the name. Pretty cool and unique. Like, good on you guys. I remember when I was a kid and I had a hamster. I used to build my hamster like a mall, like a shopping mall. I'd do anything and everything I could to just make his cage that much more cool. And If like, you Google levels. catio, sorry. Yeah. If you Google catio, it's, some of them look like massive greenhouses. <laughs> really? Wow. Okay. Somebody yeah. said, let's end the stigma around cats. Go ahead and walk him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? You know, walk that cat. <laughs> Get your fix of Turk, Megan, and Amateur Alex weekdays 530 to 10 on Virgin Radio. And follow the podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. 